0: Today on Paternity Court.
1: You go to the movies and have a good date night, and by the end, you're in the bed with your ex-husband? I was over it. He
2: gives it to other women, but he won't give it to me.
3: We had sex after picking her up and her having sex with her ex-husband.
1: And then I shortly after, yes, I got pregnant. Your girlfriend sleeps with your family member? Yes. And then you make her your wife? (laughs) This movie is called 50 Shades of (laughs) Messy.
3: I was very concerned for whether or not the fact that that child could possibly be mine.
2: I believe undeniably that is his son.
1: Please be seated. Hello, Your Honor. Hello.
3: This is a case of Fetters versus Fetters.
1: Thank you, Jerome. Good day, everyone. Good day. Mr. Fetters, you say you're in the midst of a divorce because your soon-to-be ex-wife is a serial adulterer who even cheated on you on Valentine's Day, which you believe resulted in the birth of her nine-month-old son, Corbin.
3: Yes, Your Honor. You
1: say there is no way you are Corbin's father and would like your name removed from the birth certificate when that is proven. Is that correct?
3: That is correct, Your Honor.
1: Miss Fetters, you say your husband is an irresponsible crybaby who can't keep a job, stay faithful, or please a woman. Yes, Your While Honor. While you admit to making some mistakes... You say Mr. Fetters is undoubtedly Corbin's biological father and you intend to prove that today. Is that correct? Yes, Your Honor. Mr. Fetters, how did you end up in court?
3: Well, today, Your Honor, I ended up in court because my wife is a cheater and I do not believe that That the son that she bared nine months ago is mine.
1: So you are firm on that belief?
3: Yes, Your Honor, I do.
1: And so you say that she's a cheater? Yes. And how do you know that?
3: Well, it all began when we first met at a water bowl. I thought I had met her at love at first sight. Up until the six-month mark, she had informed me that she had actually had slept with my family member.
1: Oh! Six months into your relationship, your girlfriend sleeps with your family member. Yes. And then you make her your wife?
3: (laughs) Not until two and a half, three years later did I ask her to marry me.
2: So, Ms. Fetters, did you sleep with the no, family member? No, I did member? not. Um, the family member and himself lack in a department, so I did not finish the duty. Oh. Nothing happened. Oh. He just thinks something happens. He has no hard facts or information. And when I do sleep with someone else, I tell him the truth.
1: Well, Mr. Fetters, she says if she did it, she would tell you.
3: I find that hard to believe because come as when he was conceived, I had to pry the information as to why she was wanting to leave me in the first place and come to find out she had actually slept with her ex-husband, Justin. And this was on Valentine... This was the day before Valentine's at midnight. We went to go see Fifty Shades of Grey. So we had a wonderful night.
1: So, Miss Fatters, she- you have a date night. You go to yes. movies. Um,
2: it, was, it was a good night. We came home. Um, he didn't... See, I have a problem. In a relationship, I feel sex is a part of a relationship. Well, this man lacks on that part of a relationship. So, the fact that I wasn't going to get it when I wanted it, um, I told him case, what Your I was Honor, doing. He knew what I was doing. I'm not a liar. I'm very, very honest. So, when I left that night, he knew where I was because he tried to hunt me down but couldn't find me. So let's be completely honest. So wait a minute, you you said... I'm going
1: to be with my ex-husband. No. That is what I said. Mm. And he knows. Before you left? Before Mm. I left.
3: She did not, Your Honor.
1: So wait, you go to the movies and have a good date night and by the end you're in the bed with your ex-husband? Yeah, he didn't want... He didn't want
3: to be sexually active with me. So
2: I was over it. He gives it to other women, but he won't
1: give it to me.
3: Your Honor, you I have, have never... sex
1: with other women, but you won't have sex with your wife?
3: She has no factual proof. I have never slept with any other women outside of our relationship.
1: When did she come back?
3: She contacted me at 7.30 in the morning to let me know where she was at. So I came there with our two children at the time, and she had told me that she didn't want to be with me. Oh. So <clears throat> I had pleaded and begged her, you know, what, what is it that I need to do and what can I do to make this right? Uh, She tells me and persists to tell me nothing. I said, well, well, what happened last night to make you feel this way? She tells me that she had slept with her ex-husband, Justin. Not only once, but three times during the night.
2: Oh, Oh, that's incorrect. That's
3: not incorrect. That is very factual. Oh,
2: my goodness. Miss Fetters, did you say that? No, I did not. What did you say? I told him that I spent the night with him. Was it protected sex? No. Um, he actually didn't completely... Finish. Complete... Okay, so he Complete. did not... yes. ...finish the act. Correct. Some and you admitted act. this to your husband. Correct. And he knew. And then I shortly
1: after, yes, I got pregnant. Hold on. <laughs> Before we get there, Mr. Fetters, your wife tells you she slept with her ex.
3: I loved her so much at the time that I was willing to forgive anything that she ever done just to be able to keep her and have her in my life.
1: And so, how soon after that did you start having sex with your wife again?
3: Uh, the... The next day. The next morning, actually. It was... That, or not the next morning. I'm sorry. The next It day. was that morning of, Your Honor. We had no, sex it was three, the very next It was day. about 11 o'clock that morning that we had sex after picking her up and her having sex with her ex-husband.
1: Wait, did she... But she told you she had sex with her ex-husband.
3: I understand that. And
1: then you all go home and then you have sex with her the very next morning? That is correct. Just hours later. Yes. Knowing she had just slept with her ex-husband.
3: And it was unprotected as well.
1: What in the world? Mr. Fetter... Yeah. Ms. Fetter, so
2: it was just hours later? Yeah.
3: I thought it was the next morning. It was like
2: the very next morning. I came home at like 7 a.m. And then when we talked and then he persuaded me and I felt obligated, that's when it was like... 11 a.m., almost noonish, and we did.
3: There was no persuasion, Your Honor. She actually yes. had felt bad.
2: No, you persuaded me and you begged me and pleaded and had tears. Constant I've tears.
3: never had to beg and plead. Yes, so. you
1: did. You just said you did. Always. So now this and is the actual Valentine's Day.
3: Yes, sir. I mean,
1: what a 24 hour period. Man,
3: <laughs> it's the crazy Valentine's Day. I don't Valentine's even know Day. why
1: you all went to the movie. I mean, you all are making a movie. This is a full on <laughs> movie. This movie is called Fifty Shades of Messy. <laughs>
3: hey,
0: how do, y'all? I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me. Fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane is a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast.
1: So how soon after this incident did you find out you were pregnant? Um, no. I found
2: out, I would say, just like maybe a month later, a month and a half I found out. And uh, the conception date was between February 11th to February 14th. Ah. They gave you that window. So that's right there.
1: Well, in yeah. sweet spot.
3: <laughs> yes, it is, Your Honor.
1: Or sour spot, this is. <laughs> I don't even know. Wow. So the conception window pointed right to the dates when you were with both men. You've been honest about it. Yes. And so, when you found out she was pregnant, Mr. Fetters, were you happy about it? Were you concerned? What What? What did you I feel? I was very,
3: very concerned for whether or not the fact that that child could possibly be mine. Reason being is, is because, like she said, she did tell me that she did have unprotected sex. Um, however, until today, she neglected to tell me that he didn't finish, which I find that very, very, very hard to believe. Because... Um, <laughs> You just don't have relations and just don't finish. It's, well,
2: let me clear that's, something that's, up that's for you. because
3: that's what she's sitting here obviously complaining about me. Let so me clear something she up for somebody you. somebody else to do the same My thing.
2: marriage with him ended because he can't have children. A doctor told him his sperm count is too low to conceive. No, so no. did the doctor tell him he can't have it? Yes, it's a very low chance that he can have any children. That's why I wanted very to Very low up. is different than can't.
3: Right. Well, he doesn't Absolutely. have any yet, I so I, d- I
2: don't know. I just don't
3: think Do you have the paperwork. I'm more
2: it?
1: than no, I do not.
3: Okay. So, I see now.
2: We were together. We were right. married
1: at that time. So, Mr. Fetters, mm-hmm. when your wife gave birth, where were you? Did you show up? Did you participate? Were you there?
3: Yeah, I was there every step of the way. I was there for pretty much majority of the appointments if I wasn't at work. Uh, I was there for skin-on-skin skin contact because the mother had to have a C-section. So I was there to hold him against my skin for the first two or three hours. So I developed a really tight bond with that child.
1: And that makes you emotional when you look at him? Very much so. What do you feel?
3: If he is mine, I'll love him like my mama, like the rest of my children. But if he's not, that's not going to be my responsibility. It's the other man's responsibility, as a father and a man, to raise his child.
2: I have undeniable proof of why I believe he's yours. And what proof? Why do you, do you believe it, Ms. Fetters? Because as the other children he has, and my son and himself, all have cleft chins. It's hereditary. One parent has to carry that gene. I believe undeniably that is his son. I actually have research that I have done myself as well.
3: So, you're a doctor now.
1: Can you hand that research up? (laughs) Jerome, may I have that, please? Yes. A cleft chin is a facial characteristic on a person's chin that is an indentation on the bottom of the chin or resembles a dimple. This is caused during the fetal development stage when the lower portion of the jaw doesn't completely fuse together. The cleft chin is a dominant trait, and a child with a cleft chin has inherited the gene from one parent or both parents? I do not have one.
3: Your Honor, but the other possible potential father does have
1: one. No, he does not.
3: I mean, I don't... I don't really see where the dimple is in that picture, but there is there is, there is dimples as far as... You can see mine distinctively, but that's a, that's a pretty old picture. I mean... And it's in black and white, so... <laughs> I, I honestly... To this day, I don't understand why she would, in this point in time, if she believes that I was the full, holy-hearted father, why would she involve him at this time to say, "Hey, you might potentially be the father of Corbin now," instead of just leaving it between me and her? I had him she come had around him. because
2: I wanted him to come around, and because that's my choice as an adult. I make my choices.
3: Why would you bring another man uh, around? I can if bring you don't whoever I want around. around. Justin, it doesn't Tell it him mean that anything. he could possibly be the father. Well, around. I did not, not tell no him sense. that. That makes no sense. Yes, you did. Whatever. You, you. So wait. <laughs> Why would he be around if you didn't? Because
1: I want him around. Isn't that my choice?
3: Okay, that makes no sense.
1: Okay. <laughs> this really doesn't make any sense. You know there's a question of paternity. Mm-hmm. You develop a relationship with the baby. hmm You've been in Corbin's life. In and out.
3: I have been in his life. I just got back from Florida a month ago due to a job opportunity that I had. I was down in Florida for four months. This is right after we had split up, I had left.
1: So you've been there, but you don't think he's your biological child?
3: Because as soon as I left for Florida, she started having Mr. Edmonds come around and see Corbin and...
1: He was there to see me.
3: Why does have, that have to
2: be about the baby? Can't be about me.
3: Oh, but you have a boyfriend. Why would what you have I another do man is my see business, you? Who okay, I have in so come my home is my... So, why Ms. Better, are, are you, be are you
1: stating that <laughs> you are in fact back with your ex
2: now? No, I am not stating that. Um, we are very close. We've known each other over ten years. I, we were high school sweethearts. We have a friendship. He does not come over for any sexual anything. He comes over to just see me. I've known okay. him for a really long time.
1: So are you in a relationship with somebody
2: else? Yes, I'm in a committed, happy relationship.
3: But she's having him come over while he's at work. <laughs> he's
2: there. No, He's, he's been not. at work.
3: You've confided in me. He's been at work when he's came over.
2: Okay, think what you want.
3: And he's came over when Whatever. her boyfriend is there. <laughs> it's crazy, Your Honor. And she's living in our house still. My grandparents had bought the house for me and our family at the time. So that way, we had a stable place and never had to worry about anything as far as losing it. All we had to do was pay the pretty much your basic bills, and that's it. Without having any rent, so that way we never have to worry about a place to live for the kids. I worked. I have eight years of tax returns that can prove it. She has no tax returns of income. She never had to work. Okay, I did my job. You you did your job of sleeping around. Yes, I did. And you still do Says it. the
2: one that sleeps with everyone and can't own up to it. I mean... I do something wrong, I own up to it.
3: We wouldn't be here if that was the case.
1: Uh, yeah. Whatever.
2: Okay.
3: No, no not really.
1: I've heard enough.
2: Jerome,
3: the
1: envelope. <laughs> I feel like we could be here for two more days and you all would <laughs> still have stories. Mm. And, I mean, you're not even really that old. No. He makes you feel old. Huh. <laughs> It's too much. That's why the marriage is over. This is sad to see.
3: Well, when you have to financially support somebody that don't do nothing, I mean, it's kind of hard for you.
1: These results... (laughs) Were prepared by DNA Diagnostics, and they read as follows. In the case of Fetters versus Fetters, pertaining to whether Mr. Fetters or Mr. Edmondson is the father of nine-month-old Corbin Fetters... it has been determined by this court. The biological father is Mr. Fetters. You are the father, sir.
3: I'm very, very happy. I, I couldn't, I have words, can't even describe the fact that I'm glad that he is mine. The doubt is. The doubt's gone. Gone. I mean, yeah. Yeah.
1: We don't have to live with that anymore. As much as you all have been through and the process you're still going through as you are getting a divorce, that's not easy. And at the end of the day, it affects children. Absolutely. And divorce on top of a paternity issue, these two combined are a recipe for emotional instability, trauma for a child. Absolutely. And that's not what we want for Corbin. No. We don't. And you gotta get to a better place when it comes to the way you operate with one another yeah. and the way you speak to one another. And I'm not talking about every conversation end up with I can't stand you and you slept with so-and-so. Well, you did that. Every conversation just can't go there. But every conversation went there today. Yeah.
3: It has been, Your Honor. But every
1: conversation can't go there. Right. Mm -hmm. Because then we're never putting the children first. And I'm not saying this comes as second nature to anybody. I mean, when you're going through a divorce and you're dealing with a relationship that is ending, it is difficult. It is painful. And, and unfortunately, we usually see the worst version of ourselves. And that's what's hard. Because for your children, you need to fight to show up and be the best version of yourselves. So that's gonna have to sink in and you're gonna have to think about what you say before you say it to one another. And know that every foul word Every argument, every nitpick, everything you think you're doing to the other person, you have to imagine that you're also doing that to your kids. All right? Yes, We have counseling and resources for you. I wish you all the very best and take care of this beautiful little boy. Court is adjourned. For the full audiovisual experience of Lauren Lake's Paternity Court,